How's it going on After 30 Podcast listeners, as well as the Awkward Throat Clear faithful? This is your host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cobber. I am back in Canada. Okay, the pause is over, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Europe was a good time. Colin left a couple days before I did. I spent some time in England, but we're not here to talk about that. You'll eventually hear about that in upcoming podcasts. Uh, what you do want to hear is what this episode is about. This episode is about Colin and myself going up to Normandy, our experience up there, going down to the south of France uh, near a place called Grenoble to spend some time with our friend Jean-Baptiste JB. We had some fun with him. You'll hear all about that. And we recorded or this episode was recorded at my cousin's summer cottage, or summer house, I should say, not really a cottage, but more a summer house, uh, just outside of uh, the city of Salzburg, Austria, uh, and I guess just outside of the small town where she lives, uh, Grudig, Austria, and we just uh, sat down and just cut it up and talked about our experience thus far at that time. Thus far at that time, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We just talk about our experience of traveling here, there, and having fun with friends and family. And uh, we briefly were in Italy, so that was interesting too. But yeah, we have some more exciting up, uh, up, up <laughs> some more exciting episodes coming up. Uh, so stay tuned for those. But for now, here is episode twenty-eight of the Awkward Throw Clear. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 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 awkward throat clear. Now, here's your host, Erin Chalupa. Guten Tag, not after thirty podcast listeners and awkward throat clear fans. I think some I have some fans now. Maybe you're not just likers. Maybe you're true fans. Uh, this is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupacabra. Along with me is my travel buddy boy, Colin Eisner. Hey, how are ya? Guten Tag. Did I fuck it up already? Yeah, it's Tark. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. 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 Guten Tag. There you go. Here we go. Yeah, not not talked. It's Tag. Well, we're talking anyways. We are talking. Oh, nice segue. Uh, yeah, so we are in Salzburg, Austria. Well, to be technically accurate... Uh, we are um, Eichet, which is just um, north of Grudig, where one of my cousins lives. We're at the, staying at their summer house, which is very lovely. It's still quite summer weather here, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, well, not completely. It's, it's, not tonight. It's, 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 it's nice fall weather, but, yeah. um, you know, not as cold as, say, Canada, uh, from what we've been seeing back home. Um, yeah, yeah, so last time we left you guys, this is episode 28, by the way. Uh, Colin, can you give me a hockey player that might have had number 28? 28, um, Connor Brown. Connor Brown. Colton Orr. Colton, those are some solid, uh, Leafs players. Fuck, those are the only ones that come to mind. Uh, Nathan Beaulieu, when he was on Montreal. Oh, wait, no, no, that's not him. I was gonna say Thomas Vanek, but he wears 26. Yep. Yeah. Too late. Fuck. Uh, 28, that was, like, really good. Okay, I'm drawing a blank for Oilers right now. Is Ty Domi uh, 28? Mm, I thought he was in the teens. Uh, I'm probably very no, I wrong. Think he's, I think he's 28. Yeah. I thought he wore 13 with Winnipeg. Could be wrong. That's Timo Solani. I thought Solani wore 7 with Winnipeg. 
Well, that was Keith Chuck. <laughs> oh, I wasn't paying attention, obviously. I used to be really good with hockey player numbers when I was younger. But that's why I'm here. I dropped out big time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So last time we left you guys in episode 27, we were uh, bitching and moaning and complaining about fucking Jerry. Fucking Jerry. Fucking Jerry. Fucking Jerry. And that was in uh, Avion. So since then, we took the train from, uh, was it Avion we took the train from? Well, well we, we technically Arras. Yeah, we, we, Arras. we bumped down to Arras and uh, went to uh, Caen in Normandy. So come to Caen, or Caen, and we have a bed and breakfast. So, uh, sorry, not bed and breakfast, uh, Airbnb. Uh, the air... <laughs> a bed, literally. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so funny with Airbnb, it would be air bed and breakfast, yeah. right? Which is not the case for most Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. So... Leaving Jean-Francois in Avion, he was a very, very, very nice fella and uh, really took care of us. That was that was really sweet. I also wanted to touch. I don't think we talked about how we got to Vimy with the taxi cab. We went over to that nearby cafe and there and the lady didn't really speak any English at all, but she was very patient and took her time. And then we got a coffee bought for us by some local crazy man. I wouldn't say crazy. He's no, just, he wasn't he's, crazy. He's just, he's just an old soul that had, he's very eccentric. That his, he's seen stuff. He just mm-hmm. knows stuff. And we didn't understand a lick of whatever he was trying to tell us. All we understood, at least from my point of view, was coffee and come inside. Mm-hmm. So see what I did there? Come inside? No? Anyway. <laughs> it didn't really work together with coffee and then come inside. But, so. um, well, anyway. Yeah, he was super nice. Paid for our coffees or cappuccinos or whatever we had, our espressos. Um, and the bartender, lotto lady, whatever we want to call her, barista at that, um, she called us a cab, but was able to use Google Translate to tell me when the cab was going to come and show up and mm-hmm. it worked out really well. Yeah. We went outside and we were just waiting for the cab and then the guy told us to come in cause he's going to buy us a coffee and yeah. talk to us. And yeah, it was very, very nice. And Oh, it was cool. It was cool. It was a really uh, interesting experience. And then we got to uh, the meeting for the Remembrance Day ceremony and then the rest is in episode 27 uh, and 28 at that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So we got to, and we went uh, from wonderful host Jean-Francois, who was more than accommodating, and drove us to the Vimy Ridge Memorial on the 10th of November. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. And uh, we went to Fabien, uh, or Fabian. Uh, I guess it would be Fabien. She's female. Uh, yeah, and she was interesting. Um, to say the least. The room we got was a private room, opposed to what we usually went for, was which... The whole apartment or the whole room. Oh, or sorry, just, the, the or whole building or whatever. Bedroom or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got the room and we get there and I'm like, oh, yeah, we wonder if there's a grocery store nearby and so we can do some cooking. And she's like, oh, you, you don't get access to the kitchen. I was like, okay, okay. Why kind of thing? And she never gave us an explanation no, or anything like that. Not. And she's going to take a photograph or a photocopy of our ID, which she never did. And I thought that was kind of odd as well. Like, yeah, I guess if we're pieces of shit and we destroy something or whatever, but. 
There was um, literally nothing to destroy in our lonely little room. No, there wasn't anything at all. There was a guitar, a Fender Stratocaster, and that was it. Yeah, which none of us really know how to play an electric guitar, as far as I understand. You know how to play an electric guitar? Yeah. I thought you just played acoustic. Same thing, man. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not the same way you play it. Yes. Okay, well. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then I have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we hung out and... Uh, this room as little as possible. Uh, we got Wi-Fi, so that was something. But yeah, for so for food, we had, went over to uh, I forget the name of the pizzeria there, but Sammy was the owner, Sammy. and he was more than accommodating. Oh, he was a he was a beauty. He was a stud. Made some damn good pizza. Poured some great beers. Yep, we had a lot of fun there. And then we'd uh, the next dinner we had was sushi all you can eat. And yeah, our server didn't really like us that much, but you know, we didn't really like him that much either. He, <laughs> he wasn't that helpful or patient with us. And we had probably a stack of 25 little plates on our table because yeah. it was one of those conveyor belt sushi places. And he wouldn't come by and clean them up. Like he passed by us probably four times. At least. Yeah. And just never came by to pick it up and. Whatever. Anyway, the f- the food was all right. And yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't the worst. But I had, had more fun at Sammy's uh, oh, pizza so, place. So that was, was so nice. That was wicked. That was wicked. But yeah, just walking around Caen, it wasn't the nicest. A lot of construction. It was. It wasn't a good time to go at that time of year, I guess. But it was all worth it. Our our uh, we went with sixth uh, car rental agency because we rented a car to go to Dieppe to go visit the war memorial on the beach there as well as um <clears throat> made our way back to the Caen area and went to Juno beach and let me tell you this guy that worked at sixth auto was amazing oh my oh, god he amazing. was he spoke very little english but he worked very hard to understand everything that we we're trying to talk about um made sure that all of our needs were That's met true. and uh, everything was completed and you know it was it was awesome it was he was very very accommodating and made sure that we were very happy and satisfied with everything that we booked and that we needed and all that kind of stuff and he was also very funny he was laughing at a lot of the jokes and <laughs> trying to laugh things off and you know he, he was he was a solid guy so we're very happy about that and yeah no, it was it was interesting you know just trying to get out of call at uh, rush hour in the morning and a french driving with an automatic is uh, a lot easier than with a standard, but still pretty fucking brutal. So that was not my happiest moment of the trip. Yeah. I was kind of stressing out big time. and But it was all right when we got to the highway and we got to rip around and this fancy little opal. With some good tunes. We listened to Hip all the way there and got to Dieppe, listened to some nautical disaster, which was pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Had a nice walk on the beach and as soon as we stepped out of the car, we both heard bagpipes. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a good way to set the mood, especially mm-hmm. after that to drive out to Dieppe. Um, yeah, and the waves were crashing. It was a beautiful, beautiful bluebird sunny day. Honestly, couldn't have asked for better weather. Mm-hmm. No, it was wonderful. And um, there's this this bagpiper that was. I'm not sure if he was practicing or anything because he had this woman beside him that kept taking videos of him i think that they were doing some kind of like um thing for him i'm not sure i'm just assuming that he was some kind of uh bagpiper where he was making an album or something maybe 
or a YouTube video or some kind of tribute video because she was videotaping and taking pictures along at the, at the same time there. So, but it was I, okay. I mean, it was just so nice. He played for I don't know how the whole time we were there. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing he probably played for at least a half hour. Yeah. So that was really cool. We stopped at a couple of the memorials in the area. It would have been a lot nicer to spend some more time at Dieppe. It looked like a very nice little city. Nice maritime <clears throat> town, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, that yeah, made our way back to. Uh, Normandy, where we were, where we went to, uh, I guess that's all Normandy, made our way back to Caen area to go to Juno Beach to explore the beaches there and check out the, the museum. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was, a, that was a better drive on the way back. It was a little yeah. bit faster. We stayed on the, the main highway with the, the tolls and crossed some massive bridges. My God. Incredible bridges. Yeah. yeah. And no, it was, it was, a, it was a good day. Once we got out of, out of the city of Caen. <laughs> And before we got back into the city of Caen, it was very simple and easy. Yeah. Uh, and then we get back to Caen, and it's just a headache and a half. And just get us to the car rental place, drop the car off, and let's just start walking. It almost felt like it took just as long to get out of Caen and uh, back to the rental car as it did to drive to Dieppe. And we only made one little mistake to yeah. get to that gas station to fill her up to uh, get her back to the car rental place. And that yeah. was... That was a really shitty spot for a gas station, I thought, too. Well, for how we're trying to get... And that, too, yeah. yeah. There was no gas station, really, between where we're coming in and then going to the... Um, going back to the the rental car agency parking lot. But we also made a little goof up, too, where we went to the airport accidentally. Because yeah. we picked the wrong rental car. Either, uh, the rental car agency, we went to the one to the airport instead of the one in town so that was that was a bit of a goof that's okay we got out of the car returned all the stuff the keys and whatnot made sure with that again that awesome car rental guy everything was good and it was what was more relieving for you being done driving or being rid of jerry jerry yeah jerry definitely yeah definitely i agree i i didn't i felt more stressed out uh, trying to tell him where to go rather than just, just sitting just sitting in traffic and just be like, well, we literally have no control over this. Mm-hmm. Whereas we had, I I had control, at least I thought I had control until his stubbornness and piece of shitness of him kicked in. But uh, yeah, definitely Jerry was, was the worst. That's fair. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, no, I'd say Jerry too, probably. It was a bit of a headache, but not really as much as... Uh as jerry so yeah so we drop off the car and grab some beers and walk back up to sammy's no we went to fabian's first because i wanted to open up the wine and uh (laughs) yeah so we're in we're in france and this this host did not have a wine bottle opener or corkscrew and i was so perplexed by the idea that you know stereotypical me uh, that a French person would not have a corkscrew or a wine bottle opener. And I was just like, well, this is bullshit. Either she's pretending she doesn't have one or she doesn't, she's <laughs> doesn't have one, which is just uh, yeah. as ridiculous, I would find. So we brought her wine bottles up to um, Sammy's Pizza Place there. I, I, I feel so bad not remembering yeah. what the place is called because in Grimshaw we have a Sammy's Pizza Place where we did, <laughs> we did have one. So yeah. everyone who's all probably two people that I know from Grimshaw are listening. It's like, yeah, fucking Sammy's. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So we bring the bottles of wine up there to ask if we could just open them. And he's like, oh, no, no, you got to keep them hidden. Like, it's it's forbidden to bring outside alcohol into a restaurant in France. And I'm like, no, 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 Like, we're not going to open it and drink it. We just want to open it just before we leave and then bring them with us. And you put the cork back in and stuff just so they're open because we don't have a, a corkscrew. And I did that on like Google Translate. And yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, no, no problem. No problem. We'll make it. We'll make it work. But then they just gave us a free corkscrew. <laughs> that was amazing. So that worked out really well for us. Yeah. So I was pumped about that. Uh, yeah, no, and that was just a wicked place to be. He, you know, him, and the, the the server lady were were wicked. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're very nice people, and the food was great. That was good pizza. Mm-hmm. Very good pizza, yeah. Very very happy. Very very happy with that. Cheap but delicious. And oh yeah, no, like a whole pizza to each other for like ten, what, ten, ten euro. euro. Yeah, yeah. and like then that. like the beers were three thirty euro each. And, yeah. You know, like it was awesome. Yeah, definitely. And then after that, we just went back to the the mm-hmm. house and crushed two bottles of wine and watched some uh, World War One, World War Two videos, and, and then some Big Mouth. Some Big Mouth, which is a show that everyone needs to see. That's been our show of the the trip so far. Really, yeah. been a wonderful show, mm-hmm. been a wonderful series. <laughs> Can't wait for season three already. Oh, I know. And the whole trip has just been references of that too. So yeah. it's been it's been a good time. It's been a good time. Great time, and yeah. Then we had to wake up early to uh, just take the short walk down to the train station, and mm-hmm. did a long train ride to uh, Grenoble. And so our first stop was Paris Saint Lazare. Yep. Which was a massive train station. And I, uh, I don't know if it's downtown Paris or not. I, I don't know. It's pretty central, I'd pretty say. Pretty central, yeah. And then we had to, we were scrambling around and we we're trying to see, well, what does Paris Lyon mean? Well, it, the, the big confusion was on the ticket email that we got was saying, just, you know, Caen to Paris, Paris, Paris to Grenoble. And so I'm like, okay, well, wherever we end up in Paris, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's where we stay. But then we show... We're very curious about that because nothing's popping up for that time that we're leaving. So we go to the uh, the domestic ticket booth. And it's like, hey, like, it, can we get to Lyon from here? And the one guy didn't speak English so well. And the other guy spoke a bit better. So eventually we go to their guy and it's just like, yeah, like, we need to go to Lyon, like Lyon area from here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the ticket we have. And he's like, yeah, you go to Lyon de Gare or Gare de Lyon. And that's a whole different train station uh, in Paris. So we have to take the underground there. And so we're scrambling and I go, fuck, all right, let's get going. So we get to Gare de Lyon. And about three minutes, four minutes to spare. Oh, yeah, I'd say probably about four or five. Yeah. And talk to this lady. She points us the right direction. And we get up there and like, and not just that, but we're trying to get past the, uh, the gates because you have to scan a card or your phone would have that has the ticket on it, the little barcode thing. Well, we never had that gate that gave us that option. Oh, yeah. So we had to go to the lady where we waited in line because there's a lady in front of us that I don't know what she was going on about, but she was taking her sweet time. And then we talked to the <clears throat> the, the, the lady at the information desk and like, yeah, we, have, uh, we need to go here. It's like, okay, well, you need to buy a ticket. I'm like, well, the guy told us that with this ticket we can get through. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll open the door for you. So that took some time. Then we get on the train or we had to wait for the train for a little bit, but there was a train every two minutes for the underground. So that was really handy. And then we get to, um, Gare de Lyon. yeah, get to Lyon. We run upstairs and 
sprinting for our train and we talked to the guy and it's like, hey, like one of the conductors and we're like, hey, do we, you know, do we get on this train? He's like, yeah, I know you have to go all the way down, all the way down. And I was like, okay, okay. So we start running. He's like, out, points at his whistle. He's like, ah, the whistle or something. Like, okay, yeah, like you're, you're going to blow the whistle and we're going to get on. We are not going to make the same mistake as we did in Belgium where we kind of like, okay, there's the whistle. Now we have some time. Yeah. No, it's like whistle is like done. We're going now. Yeah. Which is kind of silly. Yes. It's like you should be like whistling like 10 Mississippi, 9 Mississippi, 8 Mississippi. And so, yeah, so we hear the whistle and we jump on as soon as we can. And I see number 17. So I'm like, okay, this is our, this is our coach. All right, perfect. So we're sitting on there all relaxed and everything and probably about, oh, fuck, I'd say 45 minutes goes by. We're on the train for quite some time. And a conductor comes by and asks us for a ticket. And I, we show him. And he's like, okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, by the way, this train does not go to Grenoble. And Colin and I look at each other, and then I'm like, where does this train go? And I'm kind of laughing, and I'm just like, of course, we're fucking up already. Because a lot of times in Europe, trains split up. You know, there would be a long fucking train, and then they'll split it up, and they'll go in different directions at some point. And he says, well, we're going, I think he said Marseille. Marseille, yeah. Marseille. And I'm like, Fuck, that's not good because JB, our friend JB, who we're going to meet in Modan, um, was going to meet us at a specific time. So then we'd have to find Wi-Fi and let him know that we're, we fucked up or whatever. Thankfully, <clears throat> we were able to switch off in Lyon because everyone in France needs to step outside for a smoke. <laughs> so we stopped in Lyon and we're able to jump off the train and run down to where we we're supposed to go. And then we jump back on and we're all hunky dory there, which was very nice and very relaxing. And we continued on our trip and got to Grenoble. Got off Grenoble, went to go get some wine and beer to share with JB and a few little snacks. And got on the train from Grenoble to uh, Modem. Met our good friend Jean Baptiste, helicopter pilot. And his, wonderf- and his wonderful girlfriend, Mona. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't meet her until we got to the house. She drove us, man. Oh, right. She was in the car outside waiting for us. Yeah. No, I just JB remember. was broken. Yeah. JB definitely was broken. He still is. Still will be for a while. Yeah. yeah He's yeah. a broken ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was wonderful. It was really good to see a familiar face. And... Just hang out and talk and have a few drinks and have a wonderful uh, dinner. We had some raclette, which is um, you put cheese into like a nonstick, a very, very, very small nonstick pan. And then you have your cheese, sorry, your your meats and potatoes or apple or whatever you want to go with. And you pull up the cheese and it's all like melty and beautiful. And there was that cream mm-hmm. sauce that was on there. Yeah, it was like sour cream with onion and garlic, garlic I think, or some kind of dill or It was whatever. tasty regardless. Oh, yeah, so good. And so then you'd just pour your little nonstick frying pan, the tiniest thing, onto your potato or whatever, and it just slide right off. Very good. Very delicious. Very European. Yeah. It was wonderful. Very nice with some beer or some wine. And yeah, no, we were just, we we're honestly spoiled rotten when we were there. Yes. We, we had the one, like the, just the greatest experience. Uh, the next morning we got to go, uh, go to the airport. 
Yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aerodrome. A small, small hangar that JB and a couple of his friends look after. Yeah. And um, what, what was that? What is that plane? Whatever thing It's a called? type of glider type of... Essentially, it's just like a motorized hang glider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you can kind of sit in some kind of cart, yeah, cart structure. Yeah, um, it's like a tricycle wagon. Yeah, thing. Yeah, so JB was able to hook us up with the uh, his his buddy who, whose name is just blank in my mind. Right oh, now. I forget, I forget, his, forget name, his name. Yeah. But he was, was a that? solid pilot, and he was able to hook us up with him. Uh, he was bringing in his machine to leave at the hangar because um, he was going to go back to Grenoble, I think, or something, wherever he lives, and he's a farmer. And Anyway, so, yeah, we were able to have, you know, two two flights, and um, we're flying through the Alps, the, the French Alps, or at least the start of the French Alps, and, again, another beautiful bluer day, just the sun in the sky, and we're just overlooking the villages and the farm fields and the mountains and the... Oh, that was a perfect way to start the day. Oh, yeah. I was just taking off and flying around. It was like going for like about a 10-minute flight. Yeah. More than enough. Oh, man. I was, was so happy that everything worked out well. And yeah. That uh, we were able to go. That was, yeah, again, spoiled rotten. Yeah. So that was a hell of an experience. Yeah, and it's another way that I've never experienced flying before. I guess both of us. And oh, it was very intimate with, with um, aviation. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. Because you can just... Put both your hands outside of the machine because there's no windows or anything yeah. like that. You're it's an open cockpit. Yeah, it's just incredible, and you know you're talking to the guy who's right in front of you, and then he's just pushing the glider around because it's yeah. just a bar that he's moving. Yeah. Like no use of pedals, I'm pretty sure, or anything like that. And, oh, just absolutely outstanding. It was, it was a hell of an experience. That was it was almost hard for me. Like I like I had to tell myself like, okay, I need to focus on this. Like I'm. It was just like, whoa, my God, this is just, just crazy. In, just in the moment, yeah. Just, yeah, it was just way, 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 just like, I had to like stop and just be like, okay, cool. Like, look at your surroundings and really absorb what you're doing and how you're experiencing it and how this is different than being in a helicopter. Because so many times I jump in a helicopter nowadays and was like, yeah, whatever, okay, I'm flying again. I'm going from point A to point B. Like, I've lost the excitement in most yeah. machines when it comes to flying in a helicopter especially up north where there's not so much going on but to fly in the mountains and in such like a you know um like very 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 small machine is something truly amazing and yeah and even jb was telling me that it doesn't get old for him especially i think that kind of flying and it's just again another way to fly and mm -hmm. That was, yeah, again, shout out to J JB. That was an awesome hookup and an awesome experience. and um, Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all I can say. I mean, is it, yeah, that was great. And uh, what did we do after that? I think we actually had some breakfast <laughs> after that. Yeah, well, we came back for some food because we weren't that hungry beforehand. Yeah. Uh, we had to drop them... Uh, the, the pilot guy and his girlfriend off in the town. So we picked up some little snacks from uh, from town. Yeah. We had our way back to the house. Um, we, it was Mona's birthday. Right. So Mona came back for lunch and we sang her happy birthday. And JB got a nice present for her. All kinds of stuff. They're hoping to get some beehives. So that's really cool. They have some chickens on site. <laughs> so the chickens got to 
feed us with some eggs. That was really cool. Yeah. We got to uh, sit in his or have a, a sauna sesh in his uh, mobile sauna, which is mm -hmm. incredible and still has his British Columbia license plate on the back of the trailer. It was kind of cool. Well, he got that too. ship from BC all the way to France and I had to go down to, I think, California and the Panama Canal. Yeah, and, and then from there right to Marseille. Yeah, it was absolutely Marseille. pretty incredible. So, so um, yeah, we were, because like, he, he was super happy to share that with us because he obviously doesn't have the ability to share it with I guess many people, especially friends Yo. that fly across, you know, the ocean to yeah. come and see him. So well, like he's he's so bummed out that he can't use it right now just because of his foot, uh, and his blood, in his body right now. I think yeah. there's something going on. Um, yeah. but <clears throat> yeah, he's just like yeah, it's so nice to have friends use it just besides me and me and Mona. So like they they were more than happy that we got to use that. Um, our accommodations were pretty sweet. I got to sleep in the loft, yeah. which is really nice. It was very warm. <laughs> that was the only complaint I had about it. It was just the heat rose from the, the fireplace. So it was very, very warm. And then you had a sweet little basement. Yeah, pad. I had a cool setup. I had a double bed and, uh, it was, I wouldn't say separate from the other, like complete, uh, from the rest of the house. But I mean, you had to, you couldn't walk down a set of stairs from the inside of the house to get there. So... Basically, I had my own key to get in and out, and uh, that's where the shower was, and yeah, it was cozy. It was dark, really dark down there, and um, yeah, it was, again, an, like Luke has been saying, spoiled us to a T. It was, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, we had our own separate rooms, which was sweet. Um, I missed you a little bit, by the way. Aw. But we, did, but we did message each other. I was like, like, because we, we shared a bed. <laughs> we shared a, a, like a, it was almost like a small queen. Yeah. In, um, Con. in Con. Con. Uh, so it was kind of funny to, and like, the, I'm not trying to be rude to you, Colin, but it was kind of a miserable sleep for me because that's when I started getting sick. Oh, it was sure great for me too. <laughs> I'm sure you can hear from my voice there, listeners, that I have a bit of a rasp going on. It's a little bit deeper and, and rougher than normal. And sexier. Oh, yeah. So, hello, everyone out there. We have that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it was, it was like I told him, I gave him a little joke. I think I messaged you or something like that. I'm like, I miss we, were, you. we were texting each other. I miss yeah. you. <laughs> and, like, not just like separate beds or separate rooms or something like that, but like opposite ends of the house from yeah. the, the basement to the very, like, loft of the roof. top, yeah. Yeah. Um, the attic pretty well. It was the abandoned stepbrother that was hidden away in the attic. Yeah, yeah. Sloth. Where he, where, he hides and, where he hides and grows old. Yeah. But so, yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was a fucking sweet setup. But, like, JB is already such a class act, beauty of a person. And this is my first time meeting Mona, so it was wonderful meeting her. Yeah. And she's just a sweetheart from Romania who's just as nice as can be and patient and both him and her, I think they're just a perfect match for each other because they both just love cooking and, um, and living, the same ideals. Yeah. Living in the mountains. And just, yeah. It's just everything that they do is just perfect. Like skiing and she's done so much for him by moving to Canada and, you know, like just picking up whatever work she could. And he's, you know, he's, He's, you know, told her, it's like, oh, well, it'll be, it'll be better soon. And they go back to France and it's better. It's perfect. You know, she's doing what she loves for work and what she studied for. And she gets to visit her family every now and then in Romania or they come over. And yeah. 
No, it's perfect. It's it's really good, and they have they have an ultimate setup. That's for sure. Oh, and this JB, the mayor of <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything, the valley. We 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 go to a restaurant or bar or something like that, and he, he can't walk two feet or hop on his crutches Literally. two feet uh, without meeting somebody that he's knows that he knows or these great friends with, and they just bullshit and talk. And he's such a smart guy, and. You know, is very well versed in a lot of things. So, great, great life experience, and people just want to talk with him and sit down and shoot the shit because he skis, he flies, he's quite into politics. He's uh, been around the world. He's he knows a lot of stuff, and we got to hear some really cool stories from him, like how he drove from Calgary to Quebec in what was it fifty? Not fifty hours. It might have been fifty hours. It's basically, and he had again. It was his first flying job in Canada. And he had to drive from Calgary to Quebec City, or Quebec, Quebec, and he had to do it. He got to Calgary on a, like a Friday night, and he got to Quebec in on Monday evening or a Sunday evening, I think. So he he pushed the limits of uh, a Canadian road trip, I think, and mm. he was able to get there on time, and he got the job. Luckily, well, he said he didn't sleep for. He wouldn't get solid hours. He'd get like twenty minutes at a mm-hmm. stop, and then he mm-hmm. would just. And he was crashing, and like he was like really starting to crash mentally, in Montreal, <laughs> or he's just like I I have to pull over, or else I'll die, because like he could not keep his eyes open, which is a scary moment. Like I've been there before, where it was just like I'd have yeah. my eyes closed for like a solid ten seconds, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and like then open like at ten, like. Oh fuck! This isn't good. So just pull over, pull over, sleep, have like yeah. a quick little twenty minute power nap or something, or buy some spits or drink a lot of water, yeah. crank the to heat the to cold or yeah. whatever you gotta do. So, so for him, just hearing about that until, uh, until where he is now, it's he's that guy has seen things and he has done a lot, and I think he's uh, I think he's doing okay. Oh, he's doing great. Yeah. The rest of our trip was, you know. The, Bit of hiking, which was nice. You know, we went up one trail and yeah. got to see some you know, sheep and, you know, running around with their thing. Some giant Pyrenees. Yeah. Great Pyrenees. Uh, the dogs. That was really cool. Yeah. And and uh, I got to speak some gibberish with a French guy who we didn't understand. And he clearly didn't understand us. And even though we told him, it was like, Nepal Francais, uh, uh, you know, Ang- uh, Canadian. Anglais. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, just kept speaking French and words that we didn't understand at all, so we felt kind of stupid at that point, but we just kept walking and we figured it out. But, yeah, the, the, the village there, like, the villages, a lot of those buildings are quite old, mm-hmm. and they have that stone slab shingling Roof, idea, which yeah. is fucking just so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> it seems just way too professional, way too old school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's, again, we don't have that in, in Canada, really anywhere. I don't know, maybe in Quebec, but it's, it's. Sure could be handy. Yeah. Ugh. Super cool looking, very European village looking and yeah. And then we went out a couple nights in a row, mm-hmm. got a little drunk. It's kind of a wine release party. Yeah, something like that. And had some really good food and had some good company, met some of uh, JB's, you know, friends and. They were, they were a little hesitant at the start to speak English, so we'd attempt French, and then they would, you know. <laughs> These guys can't speak French at all. Yeah, I'll use like, them. Let's just use Obviously, English. My, Engli- my, my English is better than their French, yeah. so 
I shouldn't feel so bad. So, but no, they were super happy that at least we showed them the respect that like, oh, at least totally. we were trying. And then we ended up having a nice semi-English, <laughs> you know, conversations for all night. And that was fun. That was good. And, and uh, what was that shot we had at the end of the night? I can't remember what it was. Fuck, that was tasty, though. Because of the J, but Yennefer's in my, in my head right now. That's the, the, yeah. the, 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 the Belgian That's the Belgian drink. night, yeah. But um, yeah, that was cool. And JB got a little drunk, too. It was oh, yeah, he got really drunk. I think I'm drunk. Mona got a little... Eh, she had a few drinks, but wasn't, wasn't drunk. Yeah, but she was super our, tired. She was our driver, that's for sure. And But uh, all in all, that was, that was a solid, solid... Uh, stop in specifically the town we stayed in was Bremo and um, essentially where he was situated in the French Alps was um, he had to go you, you go behind the the mountain that was directly in, in his front yard and behind there is Italy and then what 45 minutes up the highway you're in, you're in Switzerland and so he's just in all the good corners of the earth, I guess, at that point. And yeah, so again, a, the big shout out to JB. That that guy is that guy's the man. He's oh, a yeah. stud. So no, more than more than happy to have us and he just couldn't express or profess how much he wanted us to return to go snowboarding for what, twenty euro? If that, yeah. <clears throat> so Some ski hills or ski resorts that are four times the size of Revelstoke. Um, got to meet some really good friends of his in the area, and no, it was just, it's a really cool, cool, cool valley. I highly recommend, uh, any listeners to go to that area and just explore it. It's beautiful. And no, it's just had a, a great, great time. Super happy time, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, and, no, well, just hopefully we can repay him somehow, you know, like we, we gave him some booze and gave him some patches from firefighting, but yeah. no, it's like, you know. You know, whenever you visit, whenever you visit a friend, I always find that like I always want to have them come back and visit me so I can repay them somehow. But you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen, so you just keep visiting them, and then you just get spoiled and spoiled and spoiled and spoiled. It's so like, man, when are you gonna come visit me so I can spoil you? This, yeah, this exactly. isn't fair. This isn't fair, Dad. Exactly, but you know what? <clears throat> I mean, he's the kind of person that just doesn't matter where the place is. I mean, he'll spoil you regardless. And mm-hmm. he was, yeah, that was. Well, and we can't just keep saying he, I mean, him, himself and Mona. And Mona. Mona was just so beauty. Yeah. Um, behind every great man's a great woman. Yes, apparently. Or behind every great woman. No, behind every man's Behind a every woman. JB is a great Mona, so <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, and then I guess our last morning, which was yesterday morning. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Jeez, I, well, I'm losing it. Yeah, it's, it's what, what day is it again? It's not Monday, because I thought it was Monday the whole day today. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we, JV was able to, to hook up uh, us up with, a, I guess, an unofficial uh, brewery tour. tour of uh, something. I forget. Was it old? It was, I forget, the old brewery. I think that's what it actually was. Name. The, the name of it, which I think you're going for, the, the name is the, uh, the old name for a town Yeah. that it's in. And I can't remember how to pronounce yeah. it. And then there's the name of the town. So yeah, so we were able to sip on a couple beers that were given to us generously from oh, 
What is I forget his name too, but anyway, his setup was super. It was it was it's small but quaint, and the big room where everyone you know has pints, just looks right onto the Alps and the mountains and the snow caps, and it's just what what a better way to have a nice little brewery and yeah, that was cool. Then we went over to another friend of uh, JB's who we met the night before at the pub or bar, and he just wanted to. I guess hang out and chill out and have a couple of coffees, a couple of coffees, and and then um, say goodbye to him. And um, and we drove, uh, took this really awesome. I guess every road there is pretty scenic, but we took this really windy, weavy road along the, the cliff sides of some of these mountains, and we were able to get into Moden one more time and get on our train and say. Goodbye. A bientôt. A bientôt. Au revoir to JB and Mona and told them we'll... Made our way to Turin. Torino. Yeah, Turin, Torino. And... That was interesting. I'm not saying that it's not a, a cool city or anything. We never really got any time to explore any of the cities that we visited in Italy because they were just like two-hour stops for the train. Yeah. But it was just kind of a bummer because everything was closed and we were pretty hungry at the time. Yeah. So, like, the only things that were open were, like, kebab, pizza shops. Or anything in the train stations. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Had some McDonald's fries with uh, cheddar cheese. Quote-unquote cheddar oh cheese. Oh, God, that was terrible. Oh, it was worse than nacho cheese. I don't even know how you finished all that. Uh, I don't know. I guess you were hungry, but still. Yep, yeah, it was pretty much just garbage. It was pretty much cheese whiz on fries. <laughs> so, that was brutal. We had some sandwiches from this other place, and that was, that that was, was so much better. That was so much better, yeah. yeah. But then we were we we got out of Turin unscathed, mm-hmm. and we took a what was it like a two hour train or an hour train? First class. Oh it no! Yeah, it was a forty five minute first class, and my God, was that nice! Snack, drink, Wi Fi. Oh man, it was mm-hmm. cool, and oh, I was so upset to get off that train. <laughs> but we weren't going to Napoli, so no. <laughs> so we get off in Milan, Milano, Milano, and we do the same thing we did in Turin: try to find <laughs> some place to eat, which we eventually did. Yeah, had some good pizza. I didn't mind it at all. That yeah, wasn't that bad. I mean, our server was kind of interesting. He told us how he met his wife in Canada and in Montreal, and she's Italian as well. But that's where they met. And like, oh, that's sweet, right on that. Yeah, like, but so. I mean, it was cool to see that we had, or say that we had some pizza in France, in Italy. I don't know. I'm never going to have a pizza in Italy ever again from there, probably, so mm-hmm. whatever. And um, I guess we started wandering around like stranded dogs and made our way back to the train station. and Again, yeah. Again, and then we got on our... Our train into train to Salzburg. Yep, yep, yep. So we we did an overnighter. It was about what nine hours. Yeah, it was about what nine o'clock. We left and we got to Salzburg at six thirty in the morning. So yep. whatever that math is, yeah. So we were in a, a, a six seater cabin, and we realized that you could recline the the seats all the way down where they're just laying horizontally. Absolute game on changer. both sides. Absolute oh god! If if we just set put were in a sitting position trying to sleep, it would have been fucking brutal. We would have been laying across those seats, but yeah. it would have been very uncomfortable. It's, well, it would have been, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're able to you know slide all six seats down. So it was just like a pretty well <laughs> queen size bed, but 
you and I were laying on opposite ends, and we had the the two in the middle. Separate. <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of our buffer zone. Our non-aggression. Don't touch me. And I had a terrible sleep because I'm kind of sick, so I was in and out, in and out, in and out. And then we stopped at the border for like a solid hour, yeah. and the police were running around and trying to catch people that weren't supposed to be there. And I think they were like, probably at least two people off for sure. Yeah, because I heard a woman crying. Yeah, and then our our. our I don't know, like, like, however many cars were on the train originally from Milan, we kept getting get we kept getting shifted around to get onto the train that would take us into Salzburg, and mm. I would go in and out of sleep from there because I I was so tired I was able to pass out really quickly, uh, fortunately, um, but, and then just the yeah, the the changing between cars and stuff it was so loud and I'm looking at my watch when I you know wake up every so often it would be like. 11 or 12 o'clock and it's like fuck we're not even like halfway there yet no and that was the hardest thing is like i think we both fell asleep probably around like 9 45 which was nice <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was like oh we should just start recording our podcast then so it would force us to stay up a little bit longer but i think i needed to i need to go to bed as soon as possible yeah. to try to get like a minimum of six hours of sleep which i think i got yeah from nine o'clock till six thirty. i think i slept for maybe six hours yeah. maybe five yeah and uh yeah yeah so like yeah stop at the border cops are passing back and forth through our booth with the the flashlight and shit it's like yeah it's just us you know wearing hockey t-shirts and we're two Canadian, innocent canadians Canadian, Canadian apparel we're we're not we're not uh the people you're looking for not even close but so yeah no, we were good. not we weren't bothered at least so which is yeah. nice and then we started moving and then uh I was able to pass out for at least like five hours straight. That was I would say day. after, like I would say the majority of the Austrian trip. Yeah. In that morning, I was able to sleep the best. Yeah. Exactly. Not not Italy so much. Yeah. So yeah, no, we we, I I see all these lights shining out, and I knew that we're getting. <laughs> it was like five o'clock when I checked my clock the last. So six thirty, we're supposed to be pulling into Salzburg around then, and I think we got in like six, six ten, six fifteen, fifteen ten, yeah. And I look outside the window and I see Salzburg HBF, which stands for Hoppenhof, Hoppenhof, and I kick Colin. I'm like, loser, wake up, we're here, we're here, and then we just panic because we're coming to a, oh, a, a stop that very sucked. very quickly, and we're both thinking, oh god. We have like 30 seconds to get off this train. They're going to start going again. Or we're going, going to Munich. <laughs> it was going to Munich. München. So we're like, oh, fuck, here we go. And we're just panicking, grabbing everything. Grab my shoes. Grab my shoes. Okay, fuck. Grab my bag. I got your bag. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And we get off. And then we look at the Munich sign. And it's just like not leaving for another 15 minutes. We're like, oh, our box eggs. And I was sitting there like shaking and like. And it was cold too. Well, so that's not probably shaking like, from not your Not even just that. It's cold. just like I was in so much panic mode. And like, <clears throat> I'm like, okay, well, now what? <laughs> yeah, pretty well. So we were able to, it was, yeah, that was a frosty morning today. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, we were able to get into a warm, I guess, waiting room, um, get on some Wi-Fi, yep. get, get connected with the world again. Watch some head bobbers. Oh, man, yeah, the lady beside me, I couldn't tell if she was just, like, drunk. It looked like the, the way drugs. she was rocking was, like, to try to, like, keep warm. Or she was panicking, like how much she was like moving her body back and forth. But she was just like looking like she was about to pass out. And I looked over at Lupa and I was like, Man, is she, and I was mouthing to him, like, is she being like passing out? And he's like, yeah. 
And so she like the the that's some of the best head bobbing. And honestly, how she didn't fall face first on the ground, it beats me. And I have no idea what she was up to. Like I'm just like just lean back and fall asleep, which she eventually did when we when we finally left the waiting room. Yeah, so, well, and then we were able to grab some cash, grab some food. Mm -hmm. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. That took us uh, just outside of where we're staying here. Um, walked, and that was a, that was a brisk walk, too. <laughs> My ass was cold. <laughs> Which is a surprise, because yeah. usually your ass is so fucking warm. Thank you, I think. Because you fart all the time. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, You're uh... <laughs> Yeah, we ended up getting here to uh, your family's summer home. Yep. And dropped this, dropped all the stuff off, and and passed the fuck passed out. Passed out for about another three hours. Yep, that felt good. Took a shower and felt like a million bucks after that. Yeah, hopped on the or then yeah, your um your cousin um Sandy. Sandy was, I guess, accidentally stopped in here. She had no idea that we're here already. Yeah. She didn't think we were coming until the next yeah. day. And then and she, she was doing a look after the heat to just make sure that the place wasn't too, too hot yeah. or too, too cold. Which was very warm. Very, very <laughs> fucking warm. Well, mind you, because there's you know, 80,000 windows in here. Some, so and there's some the sun pretty, was beating down. And there's some pretty exotic plants in here. So Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So she drove us into Salzburg, into the town, and we walked around a little bit, stumbled across the, uh, the ice arena. Mm -hmm. The Salzburg Red Bulls play in the uh, EBL, their their the uh, pro Austrian league. Yeah, Liga. yeah, and uh, we had some uh, some burgers and crushed some burgs, but and a, a, a beer at the uh, I guess their two their, seasons. Their yeah, two seasons, which is their sports bar in the in the arena, and then um, yeah, then we walked to the trains or the bus stop again and. Made our way back to Sandy's place. Mm -hmm. Well, Lydia's place, but Sandy's well, the yeah. after the place right yeah. now. And yeah, played around with her two cats. Just hung out and caught up with her a little bit more. And her her lady friend and... Uh, well, her girlfriend. Yeah. And... Uh, that was it. Had a beer. Played with some cats. Had some good conversation. Yep. Got picked up by Eve. Yep. And then we're going to go play hockey in Germany. Back to Scotland. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, drinking for three weeks straight definitely puts a strain on your athletic abilities, I think. And Oh, and just not working out either, for holy sure. Holy fuck. And just pretty prone. And especially with all this rental gear that's not yours. I mean, that also adds a... That's my main excuse. Some, uh, I'm a fucking... I'm a, I'm a beauty of an athlete. Yeah. You know? I'm a natural athlete. Yeah. I just, I was not in shape. I'm not in shape. I've been drinking beer for three weeks straight. And the gear's been fine. It's just they, they, the, the skates weren't very sharp, but I honestly made made do with it, and it was fine. and had a lot of fun, and that was fun. That was great. Oh, yeah. That, no, was, I, that was a good change-up. I'm not sure there. how many of the guys were happy to see us join in, but I think they were kind of happy if they would think about it and be like, oh, well, if these two guys weren't here, then we only have one sub on each side. Exactly, yeah. So... Yeah, like in I was, I was struggling with the training part because it was a practice, and I was like, I don't know the drills at all for fucking hockey. Like, I never played hockey growing up, so having those practice practice drills, it was just like, okay, what do I do? And it was all in German anyway, and I don't speak German the best, so 
Well, I was able, to help. Kind of, I was able to help you out with the one drill, and you did fine. You're fine, man. Oh, well, yeah, just the one drill there. And then the rest of us was just like, okay, I'm going to follow along with this. And I don't know, it was just a little bit confusing at the start, and then kind of getting the hang of it and everything. No, it was fun. It was all right. Yeah, then we played a scrimmage. For the scrimmage was where I was a little bit just better. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I know how to go up and down my, uh, a sheet of ice. Yeah, there you go. Good enough, I guess. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Messy up points. Oh, yeah, they had you playing forward. You weren't happy yeah, with I don't that. Like, so. Yeah, that's... Too much skating for someone that's been just drinking beer for three weeks straight, and mm-hmm. I'm a natural defenseman, and that's a lot less skating. And we had some great fucking playmakers on your team, that's for sure. Yeah, it was it was nice to be able to dish the puck off to a couple of people and just let them do their thing, and I just kind of soaked in the moment. I was like, oh, bucket list thing. I've always wanted to play hockey in Europe, whether it's an actual game or a practice or just to skate. Mm-hmm. So. That was that was a cool feeling. So, then we get to join in on another practice tomorrow. Yeah, we get to go to the actual the ice arena again, the the pro rink that where the Red Bulls play, and yeah. get to play another round of hockey, which is sweet. And then Tuesday we get to go see the Rouen uh, Dragons and uh, <clears throat> the Red Bulls play in a Champions Hockey League game. Yep, so that's exactly. gonna be super cool. That would be very very cool. So yeah, man, that's. Uh, Seems like it sums up. Salzburg has been pretty good so far, eh? Oh, yeah, man. It's been... Yeah, buddy. It's been not even a full day yet, so... It's uh, and for Aaron's... Oh, it's been a Aaron's, full day for us. Yeah, for, for Aaron's listeners, you can definitely tell that we're we're slowly fading. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. I'm very comfortable right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, anything else you want to... Oh, it's been the wrap-up pretty well. We've kind of focused on everything I wanted to hit up, for sure. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to... <clears throat> exploring a bit of Austria here. Like, it's good to see the cousins and um, catch up with their lives and they get to catch up with mine and get to reminisce and talk about other things. Like, I got to see them a year ago, but it feels like it was only like a couple months ago. So that'll be fun. Lydia will, I'll see Lydia and she'll talk my ear off about everything that's been going on. Jimmy will nod his head and <laughs> have a couple beers and laugh every now and then. So, hmm. yeah, I go up the Untersberg. <clears throat> explore some breweries I think we're going to be partying late tomorrow so that'll be fun yeah and I'm going to be going up this big mountain just uh, in the background here of this summer home and I'm not sure if we'll do that tomorrow but maybe, not, maybe at some point this week yeah. Lydia and Jimmy come back and that'll be good Jimmy uh, will be able to hook us up with the deal yeah and yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see what uh, we get to do around here mm-hmm. maybe go to Eagle's Nest oh that would be that would be amazing uh-huh. that sweet so, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, that was our summary of what's happened in the last pretty much. I'd say about a week. Yeah, just under a week. Days, yeah. Yeah. So that was episode 28 of the Awkward Throw Clear, part of the No After Podcast group. <clears throat> I've been your host with a very raspy voice, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. This has been Colin Eisner saying thank you very much for listening. Um, Adios and ciao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already got some backdated episodes. This probably won't be released until December at some point. So, hope you guys have been enjoying the journey so far. Hasn't been too boring for you. For we have to start recording podcasts when we have a bit more energy. Well, it just it just sounds like we're we're seasoned travelers now. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just tired. I'm just super tired. I'm just I'm just fucking you know yeah. fucking tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, lots of partying, lots of good drinks, and 
Lots of good company, the best company. Of course, yeah, and more more of that to come. Right on, right on. Oh, yeah, listeners, don't forget to listen, like, subscribe, subscribe and share. You know, tell your friends. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy. And, yep, we'll be uh, releasing episode 29 shortly with uh, pretty much a summary of Austria, I'd say. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much. Adios. Or, I guess it would be better uh, schlaf gut, sleep well, or... Uh, auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. Ciao. Mm -hmm. Ciao's everywhere, I guess. Yeah.